Zuckerberg defends Bannon, a rush to the pub, and Obama versus Trump. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Friday, November 13th. In the first story of the Daily Briefing today, we look at some news concerning one very specific Facebook ban. While Steve Bannon might seem like a relic from the early days of the Trump administration, he's still about putting out content on social media for his fans. In fact, he even has a podcast called The War Room. Like anyone else with a podcast, he uses social media to promote it, including Facebook. Now, for normal podcasts, this wouldn't be too much of a concern. Abiding by Facebook's terms of service shouldn't be too difficult. However, in one particular episode of The War Room, Steve Bannon calls for the beheading of two White House officials, followed by their placement on a spike outside as a warning. Twitter banned Bannon's War Room account for this video. However, Facebook was more hesitant. While it did remove the video in question, the account stayed active. Zuckerberg told staff in a meeting, we have specific rules around how many times you need to violate certain policies before we will deactivate your account completely. And that while the account had come close to that line, it hadn't yet crossed it. Many conservatives will likely be pleased by this news, after the right has become increasingly upset about the way that big tech has been treating them recently, exemplified for some by the way that Trump's tweets have been fact-checked by Twitter. However, it's worth saying that Facebook is far from a left-wing propaganda outlet, with the top-linked Facebook posts each week regularly coming almost exclusively from right-wing sources. Whether Bannon will cross the line soon and see his account removed from the site is still yet to be seen. In the second story today, we move to the UK to discuss the last few days of limited freedom before lockdown 2 was introduced. While many people will have heeded the warnings from the government about rising case numbers, some saw the new lockdown date as a deadline to meet their friends by, specifically at the pub. Experts now think that this rush to the pub led to an increase in coronavirus cases. In fact, Paul Hunter, medicine professor at the University of East Anglia, said that if cases remain this high for another day or so, then it will pretty much be down to people having more social contacts, partying before lockdown. Maybe this evidence shows that a change in attitude by the public is required. New restrictions are often announced for a future date, meaning that there's a gap between the announcement and the restrictions. People clearly use this time to their advantage, looking at it as their last opportunity to have fun. Maybe we need to start looking at things differently though, and see the implementation date of these restrictions more as a time when we can start being fined for not following them, and the intermediary period should be seen as a time to reduce contacts as much as possible, rather than our chance to have fun one last time. In the final story today, we head back to the US to discuss former President Obama's assessment of Trump's election win in 2016. While theories of how Trump won in 2016 are plentiful and often multifaceted, Obama's assessment is simple. Millions of Americans were spooked by a black man in the White House. In his memoir, A Promised Land, Obama goes on to claim, it was as if my very presence in the White House had triggered a deep-seated panic, a sense that the natural order had been disrupted. Which is exactly what Donald Trump understood when he started peddling assertions that I had not been born in the United States and was thus an illegitimate president. And that dark spirits had long been lurking at the edges of the modern Republican Party. Xenophobia, anti-intellectualism, paranoid conspiracy theories, and an antipathy towards black and brown folks. 
This is a particularly contentious statement, and one that may further the divide between Republicans and Democrats. While the Biden administration is currently trying to reunite the country, specifically through the use of the soundbite, I'll be a president for all Americans, Obama's comments could undermine this aim by causing further animosity between the two parties. The Democrats could rally behind this claim and accuse Republicans of being racist, while the Republicans could see the accusations as personal and rally behind President Trump. I guess we'll see how those comments will go down with both parties in the future. For those of you who think the news is too long, be sure to check out tomorrow's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR daily.